You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, we plate this dish, everybody, on a Thursday, November 14th, and a Friday, November 15th, Locked On Lions, Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Matt Derry with you, brought to you today by our friends at MyBookie. Want to put down some money on the Thursday night game between the Browns and the Steelers? Go to MyBookie.ag. Thanks for joining us, everybody, and uh, tuning in on this Thursday as the Lions are getting ready to face the Dallas Cowboys for a Sunday matinee at Ford Field. Should be uh, an interesting game. I'm surprised. And we're going to get into the Matthew Stafford situation uh, coming up momentarily and talk a lot about it. I I thought for sure he wouldn't practice on Wednesday, but we would be back on Thursday. But, you know, the, 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 this broken bones in his back situation is not getting any better. Uh, it's pretty obvious. And all signs now point to Stafford missing his second consecutive game. And, you know, we're going to get into that territory, folks, if the Lions keep losing, where uh, the team is going to have to decide whether or not to shut him down for the season or not. And that would just put a a pretty ugly bow on a pretty bad year because this team's going nowhere without him, and he's been that good, and he's been that valuable to this organization. And now you take him away and take on Johnson away, and I'll tell you what that leads to for the future in a second here on Locked on Lions. We'll get into that. Also, the latest on Colin Kaepernick. The NFL makes it official 11. 11 of the 32 teams uh, will participate in the Kaepernick Saturday workout in Atlanta and will be there to watch him work out. The Detroit Lions, yes, are one of those 11 teams. We'll tell you who the other 10 teams are, who's going to run the workout, etc. Also, three keys to a Lions victory over the Dallas Cowboys this coming Sunday. Yes, there are actual keys to the game, even if Stafford doesn't play. We'll get into that here on Locked on Lions as well. You can follow me on Twitter at DairySpeaks, D-E-R-Y, Speaks. And the Matt Derry Facebook fan page as well. All right, where do we start? Let's do this. Uh, Lions injury report for a Thursday. I'll be you know what? I'll be totally honest with you guys. Let let me let me divulge something for you. I, I do this podcast every single day. We're up to I believe six hundred and seventy plus episodes. Uh, one of the consultants uh, has chimed in. Uh, at the Locked On Podcast Network, and if you follow me on Twitter and Facebook and you see when I post the podcast, uh, it usually says Locked On Lions in all caps and the volume number. Well, they told me to stop doing that. So no longer will you see how many shows we've done. But I think we're in the 670 range. Let me look at this real fast here. Uh, you know, one of, the, one of the consultants, 680. One of these uh, Locked On slappies said, don't, don't put the name of the thing in your title. I said, whatever. I, I, I do what I'm told. All right, I love David Locke, and I appreciate him reaching out to me in 2016 to offer me this show, and I do what I'm told. All right, I'm not, I used to be a real uh, whiny, uh, negative, bitchy guy. When I, toward the end of my WDFN days, I was an extremely divisive guy at the station, and I didn't like that person that I was, and I stopped being that person a long time ago. But anyway, I've done over 680 of these shows, and uh, I think today is 682. And and let me just say something. I've got to bring it every day. I've got to get on here and not mail in shows. I've got to come up with material. 
I got to read Pride of Detroit and Freep and Debt News and Paula Pash and, you know, the Lions website and MLive, everything. I got to be on top of stuff. Or else I'll look like a real fool if I don't know what's going on with the team. So it does take work on top of my 9 to 5 job, on top of uh, doing the Pistons uh, show once a week, whatever it is that I'm doing, and being a dad and a, and a husband and everything else. I am so not motivated to watch this Sunday's game. It's ridiculous. Now, I'm going to be watching it with friends, uh, uh, listeners actually, uh, longtime listeners, uh, the Litke uh, brothers. I, I will be in attendance at Casa de Brandon for Sunday's uh, festival of football as the Lions take on America's team, Jerry's Cowboys. But I'm not that excited about this game because I get a sense that Stafford's not going to play, and I just don't think the Lions are going to win. Dallas isn't that great, but everything that Dallas does well, uh, throw the football, run the football, the Lions aren't very good at, at, at stopping that. And I think it's going to be a long day for the offense. So if the Lions can't stop Dallas and can't score, what are their chances? Not too good. But I look at the injury report today, and here we are on a Thursday, and Matthew Stafford is listed with a hip and a back. Didn't practice the last two days. Deshaun Hand didn't practice the last two days with his ankle problem. Today, Snacks Harrison rested. Rick Wagner continues to be out with a concussion. Tracy Walker continues to be out with his knee problem. And then the rest of the guys are either limited or at full practice. And you look at Dallas and you go, all right, Lyle Collins, their big right tackle, hasn't practiced the last two days. He's got a, a knee and back issue. Connor Williams, their uh, left guard, is has not practiced the last couple days. Mari Cooper's knee's a little bit banged up. He was limited today. Ooh, we can go through the list. But but this game has all the makings of kind of the the curtains being drawn on the season-type game. And I know you look ahead and you go, well, next week they play the Redskins, who they can beat. And the week after that for Thanksgiving Day, where the Lions are always motivated to play, and there's always that <coughs> narrative that the Lions play well on Thanksgiving, which I don't think is true. Uh, but it's a narrative. And they play the Bears. So it's not like you're... But I just think this Sunday has an eerie feeling. And, you know, it took me an hour and 50 minutes to get to work this morning as it was cold and snowy. And you just, I get a sense that we're kind of at the finish line for 2019 for the Lions. And it sucks. It's so frustrating. Because the expectation was that they were going to be better than what everybody nationally thought. And what Vegas thought when they made them over-under on wins of six and a half. And I argued it, and I fought it, and I looked up at the preseason and training camp, and I saw improvements. And now it's just kind of going by the wayside. And it starts and ends with Matthew Stafford, who is clearly the Lions' most valuable player. And has had such a good season. And I got news for everybody. If you think, if he doesn't play the next few weeks... And he isn't even, and you know, he's sitting there in a, in a backwards, backwards ball cap and his red shirt. He's not even, he's throwing a little bit. But if you think that Martha and Sheila and Rod Wood, they're going to sit down after this season 
and make wholesale changes, you're crazy. This Stafford injury is right where it scratches, right where Bob the Maestro Quinn and Matt Patricia itch. They're not going anywhere. They are going to sit down with Mrs. Ford and go, hey, we were at 500 or right around it, and Stafford got hurt, and Carrion got hurt, and Tracy Walker got hurt, and Deshaun Hand was never healthy. We weren't healthy, and they're going to get another season. So I don't know if this is going to end at 5, 10, and 1, or 6, 9, and 1, or any of those things. I don't know what the, the number is going to end up being. But if Stafford's out for any length of time, and I was, to me, he's not going to play Sunday. Not if he hasn't practiced the first two days this week, and doctors didn't even clear him for this past Sunday. I mean, he may have some, you know, fractured vertebrae. He's not going, he's not going out there. But this is going to buy this regime another season. That's what happens. Injuries take place. Look at what's going on with the Jets. Adam Gase is a disaster. But Adam Gase and what's his name? Eddie Johnson, Ed John, I don't know. Whoever's running the show in New York, they're going to get another year because Darnold missed the first handful of games. And these owners buy it. They buy it. Hook, line, and sinker. So prepare yourselves, everybody, for another season of Quintricia because it's going to happen and they have it out they have a built-in excuse Stafford injury hey during Thanksgiving week my bookie is offering a risk-free bet on the Bears-Lions game simply choose a team against the spread for up to $250 and if you win congratulations you've got extra holiday spending money if you lose Congratulations as well. Why? Because my bookie will give you all of your money back. What? It's a no-brainer because you literally cannot lose. It's no risk, all gravy. Doesn't matter whether you're an experienced player or a first-time customer at my bookie. They welcome all to come play. So quit waiting around. Sign up today. Do you find yourself wanting to bet on sports? You got a lot of questions. Don't bet it. My bookie's patient customer service team can walk you through the process. And the best part is, if you join this Thanksgiving week. Coming up in a few weeks, you'll still have one last shot to take advantage of their incredible sign-up offer. Log on to MyBookie.ag, make your first deposit with promo code LOCKEDON, and MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar to jumpstart your bankroll. And that's on top of this risk-free bet. Let me repeat, a guaranteed deposit match and a risk-free bet for Thanksgiving only. So if you're a true football fan, you don't want to let this opportunity pass you by. You simply cannot lose. All right? Make sure you do your part to support your team this season, including the Lions. Hop on the gravy train. Get in on the action at my bookie. You play. You win. You get paid. All right, so that's a pretty good, uh, cool offer from our friends at my bookie. The Detroit Lions are going to be in the spotlight on Saturday afternoon in Atlanta at 3 o'clock Eastern time. The NFL has announced today it's official. Quote, we are looking forward to Saturday's workout with Colin Kaepernick. This is the NFL uh, public relations media uh, Twitter feed. 11 teams, Arizona, Atlanta, Cleveland, Denver, Detroit, Miami, New England, 
New York Giants, New York Jets, Tampa Bay, and Washington have already committed to attend, and it's only Thursday. With two days remaining until the workout, we expect additional teams to commit. Former NFL head coach (laughs) Hugh Jackson will lead the drills. Sweet. Guy's an idiot. And former NFL head coach Joe Philbin will be in attendance as well. We will send video of the workout and interview to all 32 teams, including head coaches and general managers. End quote. So there it is. At NFL 345, their official uh, public relations Twitter feed makes the announcement. Colin Kaepernick workout Saturday. Here are the 11 teams that have already RSVP'd. This is so weird. Isn't this weird? Like the NFL has pretty much blackballed this guy. And now it's like, hey, on a Saturday in Atlanta during the season. So most general managers and coaches can't make it there. Can't be there. We're going to hold a workout for Colin Kaepernick. Isn't that kind of shameful by the league? Wouldn't you hold? Wouldn't you have held this workout, I don't know, in August, in July, uh, on a Tuesday? Why not hold this on a Tuesday? What goes on on Tuesdays in the NFL? Nothing. Coaches and general managers are, now they're working, but the teams are off. If they would have called Colin Kaepernick and said, hey, Cap, Tuesday workout Atlanta, be there. He would have been there. But they're doing this on a Saturday at 3 in the afternoon, which means that most GMs and coaches are with their teams in that city where they are playing on Sunday. I think the Packers have a bye week this week, and there's some other teams that are off, but like Green Bay, they're off. They're not going to be there. The Bears, who have no quarterbacks, well, Trubisky had a big game last week. It was against the Lions, though. Why aren't the Bears going to be there? I don't know. I, I just I found this to be a little strange. The Lions, at least, you know, here we, we now can confirm, although I don't think Patricia was going to, to lie to us. But uh, you know, Patricia is, you know, he wasn't lying to us. The Lions will will be there this coming Sunday or Saturday, excuse me. What does this mean? Does it mean the Lions are going to like Kaepernick and sign him? I don't know. I doubt it. I doubt any of these teams are signing him. And then I think the league will walk away and say, oh, we did our due diligence. We made him available. We interviewed him. We showed him what what teams wanted to see. And that's it. That's it and that's all. And I think that this is a bit of a sham because this should have been done before the season. This should have been done in the summertime. Or it should have been done on a Tuesday where more teams could attend. I don't know who the Lions are sending. They've got plenty of scouts. Maybe they, I don't know if the Falcons are playing Sunday or not at home. Maybe the Lions are sending somebody to Atlanta anyway. Now he'll just go early. Whatever. He or she, whoever. But if I'm the Lions, would I look into signing him? Of course I would. I think he's paid his penance by now. He seems to have a good head on his shoulders. All he did was take a knee and grow out his hair and wear some T-shirts. Antonio Callaway has been late to like every practice. He's 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 on drugs because he keeps uh, 
uh, testing positive, and the wide receiver was released today by the Browns. But you know someone will pick him up. We might lose to the Browns. right? I mean, somebody will pick him up. He's been a, nothing but a nightmare for Cleveland. Kaepernick just sitting there. But David Blau is the backup quarterback this Sunday if something happens to Jeff Driscoll. And Jeff Driscoll's the back. I said this yesterday. Colin Kaepernick or Jeff Driscoll? Who would you rather have? Don't lie. Peloton is offering a limited-time offer. Get $100 off accessories when you purchase the Peloton bike and get a great cardio workout at home. Go to onepeloton.com, one, O-N-E, Peloton, P-E-L-O-T-O-N.com, and use promo code LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, to get started. All right, we're back at Locked on Lions. Matt Derry with you. Lions and Cowboys coming up this coming Sunday from Ford Field. Lions are going through a little uh, NFC East, NFC East gamut here the next couple of weeks with the Washington Redskins uh, next week and the Cowboys uh, this week. Currently, if you look at the NFL standings, you will see that the Dallas Cowboys in that crowded NFC East, and it's not a great division at all, but they sit there atop the division at just five and four, the Lions have already beaten, have already beaten two NFC East opponents. Philadelphia is also five and four, and of course the G-Men, New York Giants, at two and eight. Dallas at five and four, they haven't lost a game in their division at four and zero, and that's partly why they sit where they sit atop the division at this time, and they own the tiebreaker because they've already beaten the Eagles. Three keys for the Lions to beat the Philadelphia Eagles this coming Sunday. If the, if the Lions are going to beat the Eagles Sunday, and as Marcus Mosier said yesterday on the Lockdown Crossover, the Lions have got to get off to a fast start. Dallas has been notoriously horrible this year in first halves and have gotten behind pretty much every team that they've played through their first nine games. Dallas has been a bad first quarter team. So if the Lions are going to win on Sunday... Got to get off to a good start. And to be honest, the Lions' offense is usually really good at the start of games. Daryl Bevel's first 15 plays are scripted well, and the team is humming a little bit. So got to get off to a first start, number one, if the Lions are going to beat Dallas on Sunday. Number two, I could obviously say Stafford needs to play, but that's too easy. But the Lions have got to get pressure on Dak Prescott. I'm tired of watching these opposing quarterbacks, whether it was Kyler Murray in week one or Mitchell Trubisky last week in week 10. This is ridiculous. Got to get pressure on the quarterback. And if Lyle Collins is not going to play, and the guard play for Dallas has been a little shaky this year, get in his face. Send some people. You got nothing to lose. You're 3-5-1. and one. Give your fans some excitement, Paul Pasqualoni. Blitz. Send some folks. Make it uncomfortable for Dak Prescott. So that's number two. They've got to get some pressure on the quarterback. And I know they had some sacks last week against Trubisky, but it wasn't like on on those three series where Trubisky lit him up and threw three touchdown passes, he again went untouched. So those are the first two keys to me. And key number three. The Lions are going to need better field position than they had this past Sunday against the Bears. The punt return and kick return game last week sucked. 
the Bears did an excellent job of covering up Jamal Agnew. This week, we're going to need to see one or two Agnew returns where he breaks one. Not necessarily all the way for a touchdown. But he needs to get to the second or third level and give the Lions, and if it's Jeff Driscoll, some field position. Those, to me, the three keys for the Lions winning this football game this Sunday. We're brought to you today by our friends at MyBookie and by Peloton. Dallas wins this game Sunday, folks. I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I just think too many injuries and Dallas's offense is going to score. And I don't think the Lions can score. We saw this this past week. I'll talk to you again Sunday after the game.